0: That's B-O-D-I dot com.
1: Hi, I'm Abby. And I'm Rachel. And you're listening to
2: Real Moms of Bravo, a weekly podcast where we break down all your favorite Bravo shows in 30 minutes or less. And Vanessa is still living the housewife life, and she is currently in Amsterdam with her husband. So Rachel from Surviving, um, Surviving Motherhood podcast is on with us. Um, Rachel, do you want to introduce yourself and talk about your podcast a little bit?
1: Sure. Um, my sister-in-law and I have a podcast and we uh, named it Surviving Motherhood because a lot of the times we both feel like we're kind of just surviving. So <laughs> <Amen>. originally, <laughs> originally we just kind of vented and had fun, but then we started kind of adding some guests and trying to, uh, you know, give some, <laughs> give some tips, give some tricks, kind of, <laughs> It's so it nice, little, though. A little I've listened, motivational. Yeah,
2: I've listened to it, and it's motivational. It's a little bit of venting. It's a little bit of the way all of us feel. Like, some days you feel like you're killing it, and it's great. And some days you think, like, I, I'm i not a good mom. I'm not doing enough. Or you think, no one's helping me. You know, so it's yeah. nice to hear someone <laughs> else, like, I feel like sometimes I have split personalities as a mom. Because it's like, yes. I want to be this Pinterest mom and do so many sweet things. And then I want a cute house. And then, like, I don't care if my house is clean. So, I love that your podcast kind of encompasses all the different feelings of motherhood. It's very relatable.
1: Well, thank you. Yeah, we've been we've been recording for about a year now, and that's been really fun. And it's fun. Um, My sister in law and I do it together, and we um, live close together, and we kind of raise our kids together. So it's kind of like all little all encompassing. Like we just went on a vacation together with the grandparents and everything, and took all the kids, and so. We're really, we're really (laughs) working on that surviving part.
2: (laughs) Yes, I know. Surviving is a perfect word, but that's so cool for them as cousins to like grow up and basically be like siblings in a way.
1: Yes. Like we carpool together from school, like our kids go to elementary school together. So it's really fun. I didn't have any close cousins growing up and I'm an only child, um, so it's fun to have all the kids. And it's oh. so hilarious and chaotic when they're all together.
2: Yeah. but just oh, I've already, like, like thinking about them getting older. Like, that's going to be so, like, they're going to be, like, best friends. Yes. And they're also going to be able
1: to, like, tell on each other and yes, stuff when they get I to know. high school. So I'm super pumped because they're all, like, <laughs> the oldest four. She has four boys, seven oh my years gosh. old and younger. I have a boy and a girl. I have a kindergartner and a two-year-old. So my girl started kindergarten this year, and she's already started, like, She's a great, like she gets in the car and like literally immediately spills the tea. She's like, so-and-so got on red today. I saw the teacher call her mom. Like, you know. (laughs) Oh my God. I need her here to watch. I have two boys and they are already
2: like destruction, everything. So I hope to God that we have like a neighbor girl who's going to tattle on them. So I know what's happening.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And so I'm thinking she's going to spend a lot of time tattling on them. So then when she does get herself into something, they'll, they'll, oh yeah. So, oh, fingers great. crossed, it should work yeah. out all the way around. <laughs> Do you um, think you're raising
2: a little Luann, a Sonia, a Bethany? If you had to pick a, a housewife, mm-hmm. what would you say she's like?
1: Oh, that is a great question. Honestly, she hates attention so much. She'd be like, remember um, Bethany's assistant, Julie? Yes. Oh, Who, my God. Like,
2: who, like, the sweetest yes, nicest
1: person yeah and like always was just a little bit uncomfortable on camera yes I feel like that's where we're ha- I, I mean when she gets the spotlight I, you know she she might be she might have a little Sonia in her somewhere yeah. because we had our kids our oldest two on the podcast and like once she got going she was like pulling some lines and stuff I'm like I love uh, it like tonight she said um that sounds right up my jackpot. And I'm like, <laughs> you mean like you're like, right up my alley? Like are you right up phrases? my and
2: jackpot? Oh my she God. Like,
1: and then she looked at me like, oh, did I coin a phrase? And I'm like, no, that sounds weird, but.
2: <laughs> oh my God. I love that. Gosh, That's gosh. so funny. Yeah. Well, speaking of Sonia and the ladies, oh uh, let's start with New York. It was, Ooh. it's picking up. Like the drama with these women, I feel like it started at a high point, but like it we did. are starting to really see. The shifts. Um, and I th- i mean, Luann, what like, what did you think about Luann
1: this episode? She is back to like season two Luann. Like yes. full-fledged. I mean, I just almost... I, I, I want to say that it's like she's creating a character. But I, I don't think she is.
2: <laughs> I think she's just living. I think she's just like an extreme narcissist almost. Because it's like everything is about her and like what she thinks and her performance and her cabaret and her life. I mean, she does not care about anyone else. And when, you know, she was getting ready to go on stage, she told the girls that she'd go on at 11 she was going to go on early Mm -hmm. and she didn't come out until 1130. And she was so annoyed that Bethany had already left because she said her kid was sleeping and I about lost it. Cause anyone who knows knows one, Bethany has tons of money. So, I mean, it's not really even paying the babysitter. But you still have to wake up with the kid. Who cares if they're yes. asleep? She's probably still waking up five thirty, six a.m. to get the kid out the door.
1: Yes, and I mean, if you tell your babysitter you're, that they're performing at eleven and I'm going to leave directly after that and I'll be home, like you have to do that. Yeah, that's, that's rude. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. not how that's not how it works. And you know, Bethany has been very vocal that her child is going to come first, no matter what. And I mean, she seems to be living up to that. You know, a lot of women say that that are on TV or reality shows but she seems to really really feel that I agree I think some of it too is like the void like she didn't have a great
2: mom growing up Mm -hmm. and so I think she wants to make sure Bryn never experiences that pain she did and I sometimes go back and forth with how I feel about Bethany but I think she truly is a good mom and I think she really is trying her best which is what we all do so for someone to say like well why didn't you just stay to watch me perform she's like I was there for two and a half hours and you know,
1: I yeah. didn't come out to say hi to any of the girls. Yeah, no, I would have been gone. I don't, especially on a weeknight. Like, I could not, like, I was literally trying to put myself in their shoes. I'm like, I don't care what my friends were doing. If it was a hit past, like, 1130, I, I, on a weeknight, home, <laughs> period. End of story. <laughs> There's no, I don't
2: know if I, I think I might have said, I'll try to come for a little bit, but I can't, I won't stay, I might not get to see you perform. Exactly. Um,
1: well, because originally she was supposed to perform at 12. Which is crazy. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> who is out that late? They're like 50 That's different, like, women. <laughs> I
2: think Sonia is almost 60. So I'm thinking, Gosh. like, who in their 60s is partying till 1.30 or 2 a.m.? I can't do it at 33. No,
1: absolutely not.
2: I, and so, I mean, we're really starting, like, I just think we're really starting to see the shift. And we're really starting to see Luann. It's almost like now that she's, like, not drinking it's like she needs some other way to have attention it was like I never noticed it but she got a lot of attention as drunk Luann and I think she liked it yeah. and so now she needs so I, I think she just is attention starving at all times and she can never get enough
1: yes uh yeah completely agree with that and it's it's so hard because she got good attention as a drunk like when she was drinking yeah like, like, like the, mean, the you know don't fall be all in uncool. the bushes
2: yes I mean I loved, I actually was like, oh, I like this Luann." And yeah. <laughs> I didn't like her in the beginning. And I'm starting, like you said, it's a good point. Yeah. She's going back to season two, which was very arrogant, very self-centered. Um, and, you know, I th- I mean, Bethany starting to hear about it. And I, Bethany made a comment, like, I'll be there for the uh, the next intervention. Yeah. So I, clearly Bethany doesn't believe that she's got her head in the right place. And um, from there, though, we go to the most
1: awkward charity event ever. I mean, even the planning leading up for it. Oh, that was, I've never, I don't know if I've been in so much physical pain over a reality. show (laughs) clip Like that, that hurt. That was rough.
2: It was crazy. So, you know, this girl is a survivor of sexual abuse as a child. And Mm -hmm. so of course, like Ramona is taking this over because Ramona um, was also (laughs) abused as a child. I thought she was physically and verbally abused. I didn't think she was sexually abused. Yeah, Um, I think
1: uh, the uh, the way she said it in this episode sounded differently than how she's approached it in
2: the past. I'm I'm wondering if maybe she's just never going to admit it, and now she is. But Mm -hmm. this poor girl was just trying to put a charity together to help other people, because unfortunately, by the time she had gained enough awareness to come forward, the statute of limitations was up, Mm -hmm. and the guy even admitted that he did it, and nothing he was untouchable. So she wanted to help other children who had been sexually abused kind of have that confidence to come forward, which is a really great cause. Yes. And the women, I mean, first of all, Sonia couldn't get, her, not Sonia, sorry.
1: Ramona couldn't get her name right. Her no. name is Bridie. She kept calling yes. her Birdie. Um, or uh, that one time it was even Britty. Like I, I rewound it and I'm like, what is she saying? <laughs> well, I was so
2: confused. Cause like I saw her name pop up quick and then it, what Ramona kept calling her different things. I'm like, what the hell is her name? Yeah, no um, clue.
1: I, I, it took forever for me to figure it out.
2: <laughs> it was, I felt so bad for her. And then she's, they're trying to give a speech. And I, I thought they were just going to introduce her and let her talk, but oh, they're no. all arguing with each other. And honestly, I don't think any of them were in the right. They all three looked like idiots, both Dorinda, Sonia, and Ramona.
1: So embarrassing. Like, I, I don't know how the sweet girl stood up there while they were doing that. Like, I don't, I, <laughs> I thought, it, was, it was it was so cringeworthy like the cringiest thing I've ever seen
2: I felt so bad for her too because she just really wanted this like charity to be a hit and she wanted to raise money and it's like she thought by inviting these you know prominent like reality figures that it would gather more attention I'm sure the silent auction did significantly better thanks to their contributions oh but- yeah I mean, she just wanted to give a speech, and I don't know. But I love leading up to it. This season, Sonia, is just unbelievable. When she was straight-looking Ramona on and calling her a social climber,
1: I loved <laughs> uh, it. Yes, it uh, was well-deserved. Ramona was falling around Harry like uh, his puppy. I'm like, this is embarrassing. We've done the Harry Dubin thing. Like, aren't we over him? Like, who cares anymore? Ramona, like. I know. Uh, well,
2: and there were pictures of them a couple months back. Uh, making out oh. and so I think I mean I think this is the start of Harry Dubin round 60 I mean I feel like he's been a, like he's gotten with everyone except yep. for Dorinda and Bethany and Tinsley that we yeah. know of yeah
1: but I honestly would rather see her back with Mario than I kind of would too uh, yeah they teased that they teased him coming back and he is so charming that he's I was so just cute. like Harry seems so skeezy, like just not a not a great vibe.
2: Well, and I mean, let's not forget, he basically proposed to Sonia a couple seasons back, and then w- got in a cab with Lou, mm-hmm. who turned to him and goes, "I'm single," and he's like, "Let's go!" Like, what a oh, slimeball! Wow. He's Ugh. so gross. Yes, he. I feel like I need a shower. Yes. Whenever he's on, He's yes. just grosses and he's me not out.
1: Attractive in the least. I mean, his money, his wallet must be thick. Yeah, i seriously, I like want to know his net worth. He's got to be I thought worth- about Googling it, but I've heard that that's so inaccurate, but yeah. you know.
2: <laughs> it might be. I mean, I'm sure it's a lot more than I'll ever see in my yeah. lifetime. <laughs> True. So, True. But um, no, it was, I mean, it was a really a, a good episode and it looks like it's going to continue um, as Luann has the women out to her house upstate. She's very excited about this, mm-hmm. um, but I think it's going to backfire because I think her like diva ways and thinking that she's better than everyone is going to be confronted.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. But <laughs> did you catch Ramona talking about it, telling all the girls that they could just celebrate her birthday party or oh, birthday then? Yeah, she's oh, like, well, just throw me a party. And then Yeah,
2: I good point. I also love that they kept showing the clip over and over of well there're two clips they kept playing on repeat. One was Ramona telling that person that she could not invite Sonia, yes. which I cannot wait for that to come <clears throat> up at the reunion because there's no way Ramona can talk her way out of that. No, no, no. And then they love playing the clip of Luann telling that poor girl. This was maybe oh. season two, season three. Yeah, Telling that poor girl that, that wanted to be a model. She's from like an underprivileged area. She wants to be a model. And Luann tells her that losing weight is the easy part.
1: Ah. Uh, I- the editors are really doing some throwbacks. I feel like this season more than ever, they've like the montages, especially in Vanderpump Rules too. I've noticed it. Like, man, they are piling it on. Like, we've always gotten throwbacks, but this season they're really shady. i
2: looks like Savage. I love it.
1: Yes, yes. But I, I mean, Ramona just on and on. No, you may not come to my other birthday party, but <laughs> please throw me one. I love celebrating my own birthday. <laughs> <Yeah>. I'm like, <laughs> she is a. Like, a, a mature woman like that's the girl that like celebrates not only a birthday month a birthday year yeah she just celebrate seriously. the entire time like,
2: a birthday month isn't enough for Ramona
1: oh bless her
2: well so speaking of divas we see our Beverly Hills divas go camping which at first they make it sound like it's gonna be so rugged and then they get there and they are in these beautiful tents they have like actual beds they're sleeping on like that is not the camping I knew growing up Exactly. And at
1: first, when they were talking about it in the one RV, I was like, why does Teddy, Teddy, you know, seems like an outlier 90% of the time anyway. Why is she taking these women camping? But as we got further into the episode, I gave her a little more slack. At first, I was like, Teddy, like, you're never gonna make it like you're always because they they hate they didn't love her beach house last time and the was drama right. no over Erica leaving. Like, you know, I feel like she's constantly trying to keep up with them. And just trailing behind, but she saved herself a little bit. The way they were describing it though was terrifying. I was like, "Uh, these women are going to act like entitled brats, but it ended up being not, it didn't really go that direction. No,
2: I think, I mean, one, they had like a masseuse there. I mean, they had a lot (laughs) and they were doing like a lot of fun things. So it wasn't just your regular camping. I did love that they all knew how to play beer pong or just playing it
1: like it was no big deal yes that was hilarious and that like no hesitation either i figured that somebody would call too many calories or you know something but they just got in there yeah and i love that dorit was the best at it yes that i mean i think that shows really what she's trying to what she's been trying to hide all along
0: she is
2: not this like fancy yeah she played a lot of beer pong back in her day
1: yeah Um, didn't we all i mean let's just play it. it we would like her more
2: yeah I mean, I think that's the reason why we all love Denise is she doesn't, she like just, I mean, every one of those women probably, except for maybe uh, Kim and, I mean, even Teddy with her dad being John Mellencamp, it sounds like she lived a normal childhood, Yeah, but like and Denise totally owns it. She's like, I just want a burger and fries. And like, she talks about, she's just so normal and so open with things. I will say I was a little shocked that she made it sound like happy ending massages are no big deal. That was I'm glad that
1: everyone was shocked by that because at first it seemed like they didn't quickly cut to everybody's faces. They like took a second. And I was like, is this going to be normal? And then when they cut to everybody reacting, I was like, Oh, okay. No, everyone's horrified. Okay. Yeah. Well, I like how they're like, you know, a happy ending means a
2: hand job because I was thinking maybe she didn't know what it
1: was. And
2: yeah. like, I also then I remember like asking my husband and he's like, why are you even asking me this? But I was like, a happy, and if you paid for that, I mean that's illegal, right?
1: And my husband's like, I don't think you can
2: pay people to do that kind of stuff to you. Like,
1: yeah. And then how, Denise, do you know how do you know where to get one of those specifically? I don't,
2: <laughs> I don't know. I'm like maybe in parts of like I'm like in Vegas. Can you? Is that legal? Uh, where like prostitution?
1: I don't know. It's like really weird. If anyone's that, listening, that's
2: like a lawyer. Like, let us know if that's right. even like possible.
1: <laughs> yes. How? I mean, I know there's some shady stuff that goes on. So there's might be the back alley. <laughs> Yeah, massage parlors but it was it also she was saying that the whole time with like her hair like tightly french braided and everything and it was very it was a very strange scene all together yeah. I was like what is happening
2: well and then she admitted she got one I was like yeah. I didn't know women get happy endings
1: yeah I don't
2: I I, I still don't really know what it would be for a woman I don't really want to know
1: no and she's like it just kind of happened and I'm like hmm
2: yeah, I feel like you could stop it.
1: Yeah, I, I know I could, for yeah. sure. <laughs> um, Maybe
2: I'm not getting enough massages. I mean, exactly. no one's even We're tried.
1: the wrong kind. <laughs> yeah. um, but she was married to Charlie Sheen, so. That's, you know, that's a good point.
2: I mean, he knew a lot yeah. of hookers.
1: Yeah, so, I mean, she probably knows a lot of different massages than the standard... <laughs> Uh, Beverly Hills set. <laughs> yeah, he
2: probably gave her one. as like an anniversary gift. Yeah,
1: exactly. Here, honey, that's the nicest gift he probably ever gave her. <laughs>
2: so, I mean, really, it seems like the women, for the most part, are getting along without LVP. And then mm-hmm. we have this moment where it's kind of Camille versus Teddy. Um, yeah. I didn't really see it coming because Camille, first of all, Camille talks behind everyone's back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A lot. And they've done a good job of showing that on an editing point, like, yes. you know, clips. But I'd seem like she was always talking about, like, Dorit makes the hair on her neck stand up. There's just something about Dorit she doesn't like. I did not expect her to go after Teddy the way she did.
1: I, I think she's just taking every um, opportunity to fight or sound catty or try to get her spot back. Let's be real.
2: I Yeah, I think she, like, I had heard rumors that she didn't want to be like she didn't want to hold um one of the diamonds she didn't yeah. want to be one of the main women because she thought her, she was better off as the supporting mm. but now i'm seeing tweets where she's saying things like i'm not going to go to the reunion those women get paid bonuses for that and i don't so there's like which i thought was really odd that she's openly tweeting all this
1: yeah i saw that and and she was like agree like playing back and forth with teddy on on Twitter too and yeah I'm not going because I'm not getting a paid bonus I'm like "Mm, you're you're love whatever is happening right now you're loving oh yeah maybe (laughs) she's getting money somehow yeah since she settled down and got the husband she's like I you know deciding that she wants to try to insert herself back into that but who knows yeah I don't know um but so I mean who so the reunion is a little less
2: than a month away from what we've been hearing. I think it's like three weeks away mm-hmm. that they're going to start. Do, I mean, do you think Camille shows up?
1: Oh, absolutely. I think I, so. Yeah. I think without she will. a doubt. If she doesn't, I will be genuinely shocked. I mean, I, I wonder, I mean, they'll have to record it. Or have they already? Have they already? They recorded haven't recorded it? yet. Okay. It's, it's
2: happening early June. So we're just like not too far away. Do okay. you think LVP shows up?
1: That, you know, I honestly, I think it could go either way with her because mm-hmm. she does seem like she's going to die on this hill for this cause. Like she does not yeah. seem like she's going to give in. I mean, I, I feel like she has to be contractually obligated. Like if we're being like real life, yeah. <laughs> I feel well, like she probably can't get out of it completely, but. And we'll I'm see. wondering if somehow, I mean, cause there's
2: rumors that she's trying to get a spinoff show with the uh-huh. like dog. <laughs> I'm not here for it. No, the dog thing is going to be awful, but I would watch Vanderpump Vegas.
1: Oh yes, absolutely. With a new cast. I, I have a whole theory on that. Um, I think they need to do a, a new, like start over with a new cast in Vegas and then grow up with the other Vanderpump kids.
2: So I think I, I actually totally agree. I -hmm. think, but I think what's going to happen is I think either Sheena or James is going to have to go to Vegas. Cause I think they're going to need to start with one familiar face and one yeah. person who can really either get drama going or make good TV. But I, I mean, I think everyone's obsessed with Stassi and Bo. I think we all want to watch a wedding special for them. Oh, yeah. I would love to watch them. Like, honestly, I would love to watch them have their own like couples reality show, have kids, yes. like see the whole thing. Yes, absolutely. I, Ariana Unseen. But I think as like you said, as they all are growing up, it's going to become a different, type of reality show no one believes these people are actually serving at sir anymore right so let's just cut that part and have it just be you know pump kids grow up
1: yeah um but i think they should send james raquel and sheena like go ahead and send all three because those are definitely the outliers and it's not like we don't if we're watching them grow up we don't need as much drama there'll be enough like, yes. t- Send them all. Sheena obviously is at a different phase in her life and is struggling <laughs> to uh, deal with um, everybody else. So like, just send them all. Like, let's just shake things up. That's what yeah.
2: I, I think I think it'd be great. I think it, like Sheena, I could see her hooking up with a lot of younger guys, like some of the oh, younger yeah. servers. I think it'd be awesome. James and Raquel. Um, no, I think I, I, mean, I love the idea of a Vegas spinoff because it'll be like what pump was when it first started. I mean, yep. the truly people that work there don't have a ton of money. Um, I think it'll be great, but yeah. So speaking of pump, the reunion, they kept, I mean, they, they didn't lie in that they said that the reunion, like it, the people were going at it like minutes into it. They didn't waste a minute. Yeah. But it was almost annoying because it was just basically an hour of just yelling and fighting. Like you couldn't really understand half the time what they were saying.
1: Uh, Yeah. It was very all over the place. And it felt like it almost felt like that they were like, okay, we are going to be so mad at each other. Like, you know what I mean? Like it didn't escalate. It was just already at 10. It's like, did y'all like go out and drink the night before and (laughs) get super mad at each other or what happened?
2: Yeah, it feels like we all missed something because all of a sudden, like, Tom and Ariana are laughing as James is making fun of Jax. And it's like, okay, when did Tom and Ariana, who, you know, Tom Sandoval is supposed to be Jax's best man, which we don't know if he still is. I mean, like, that whole thing. And, like, obviously, we missed a step here. And it was just also everybody versus James and kind of indirectly Raquel Uh to the point where, one, I felt awful for Raquel. I know Uh she's not the brightest girl.
1: But let her finish a sentence. It was awful. Her her little shaky voice. Oh, it was it was so hard to watch because it's like, how do you attack somebody that obviously is not like can't even form a sentence at this point?
2: I, it was I mean, just sad. It was almost like I feel like everyone just needs to leave her alone. She's not. She really is not a bad person. I think her no. biggest flaw is that she's dating James. Um, but the way everyone ganged up on James it was really annoying because James is Jax four years ago and everyone seems to forgive in Jax
1: yep exactly and I don't know it's sad if Jax has done so much changing that he can't see that like you would think he'd be able to at least like you know look in the mirror a little bit but of course not not Jax
2: no and like I felt like they were like lala and jacks were taking any opportunity to be like well you're talking about our dads and uh there were times where he that tweet he put was really rude where he said like you just need to move on your dad's passed away it was yes. very insensitive yes but other times i don't think he's really done or said anything bad about either person's father so i think that's just like they want to use that as that honestly like raquel said they want to use that as their excuse and so they are just going to jump on him because in some way they feel like he has said something bad.
1: Yes. And it's like I under I mean, I have not lost a parent. So disclaimer, if I scream at everyone when I lose a parent, then here we are. <laughs> but like just because you're hurting doesn't mean you get to scream at everyone. That's you know, child behavior. Well, like it's la law. She cannot I mean Jax is insane no matter what. But yeah. law saying that you know she's grieving and she should be allowed to act like that I'm like no like if my husband has a crappy day at work and comes home and screams at me I'm like yeah I'm sorry you had a crappy day at work but like you don't get to scream at me that's not how this works yeah. like <laughs> no I completely agree I, I have lost
2: a, I lost my dad uh, a little over a year ago it was very unexpected very sudden oh, that's awful. and it, it is awful and it's hard and I sympathize with them but there's like I think a few things you need to keep in mind one. You know, I didn't lash out at people, Um but <laughs> I, yeah, I'm like, whoo! I didn't yell at everybody. I did pretty good. But the other thing I think you need to think about, like Lala talks about what a great guy her dad was and like how she just wants to make him proud. And I think sometimes you need to take a step back and think, is this really how her dad would want her to react to somebody? Right. And
0: exactly. I don't think
2: he would. And I, and I know she's grieving and she's in a, a dark place right now. But I think that's why you, you talk to other people, you seek help, whether it's through a therapist or support groups, or if you're really that deep in your grief, which is okay and understandable, you need to do something because it's, it's not healthy and it's not fair. And like Ariana said, you can't just, you know, she lost her dad and you don't get to just, it doesn't give you a free pass to just treat everyone like shit.
1: Exactly. And it's like, she has all the means to seek help, you know, professional help. Tell Randall to park the PJ and get her in with a psychiatrist. Like, get when you know you're lashing out at people like that, be like, okay, this is, I'm misdirecting my anger and frustration and my grief is going to a bad place. Like, let me seek some professional help and go from here. Not, not acting a crazy fool. But I will say, I have to give her props. She was starting to look scary to me this season. The dark hair and the too many fillers. But yeah. she looked gorgeous at the reunion. Like I love her the- as, like, a, a brownish blonde. It's just, like, yes. so perfect with her. I
2: agree. The dark hair was getting to be a little too much, too many fillers. Um, and she looked gorgeous in all of her outfits in Paris. I know some people thought yes. she was over the top. But when she was in Paris, I think someone like her is going to go over the top.
1: Well, and it was all, you know, That's they get, uh, you know, people want to, sh- you know, t- I'm doing air quotes, body shame, Katie, and all <laughs> that. But, I mean... Lola Lala, I didn't, I would not wear her outfits. I did not necessarily like them, but she looked good in them. And it's not yes. just because she's skinny. She was wearing things that were just super flattering. And she, you know, she was trying some different fashions, kind of going way out there. And Katie just, I mean, if she's going for comfort, then get it, girl. You know, I don't, if I'm flying or if I'm, you know, walking around uh, Europe, I'm going to be comfortable. And if that's what yeah. she's going for awesome but it, I mean I it's hard when you're with everyone else who's super fashionable poor Brittany did look like um a 99 percent of the time she looks like um like a country Barbie that like it's yeah like she, thinks she dresses like <laughs> she thinks, she thinks she <laughs> she's supposed to which bless Brittany's heart I'm obviously from the south if you <laughs> can't tell <told laughs> no accent, but like <laughs> Brittany is 90 per 90 is a high estimate but Brittany is a lot of girls I know that they have planned their wedding. They do not. It's like they don't see their man at all. And she, she's, been, she was painful to watch on the reunion to me.
2: Yeah. I don't, I was surprised to see her like just getting into it and yelling it so much. Now I do understand why she stood up for her family. Cause. Oh, absolutely. Being from the Midwest too. I feel like sometimes like people will be like, oh, like Missouri, isn't that all farms? And it's like, one, that's rude. We're not all farms. And two. Yeah. The farms that are there, the reason why, you know, your family can have, you know, a hamburger whenever you want. But it, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but when they called her like a hillbilly, I was actually like, I was like, if somebody said that to me and started like call, like making fun of my family and just because of geographically where we live, I would have gone off on them too. But yeah. I was really surprised to see how much she was yelling at Sandoval. Um, but I, I I hate her like outfit choices. One, she's mm-hmm. too blonde in the front. I don't know what's yeah. going on with that. And that disco ball dress, it was like she was trying to be, like, sexy, classy and didn't really know how.
1: No, I feel like they sold that dress at Wet Seal in yeah. 2005. Like, I, I, you know, she's got the means. Well, I mean, I, they may not have any money left after that ring. But yeah. <laughs> you would think that some somebody would want to dress her, even, like, I would, if I was on that cast stassi would be dressed i was just me. gonna say
2: stassi has yeah. the best style like everything she wore in paris was amazing all of everything she wears looks great on her it looks effortless it's beautiful yes she can style me any day yes
1: i would be i would be literally like following her around and being like okay should i wear this or this should i wear this or this i mean she shows uh, sometimes her cleavage is extra it's been extreme yeah. this season but like, I mean, it looks, I mean, she looks good. I would just say I'd have to, I have to cover up a little bit more. <laughs> yeah, I would too.
2: I, I completely agree. I mean, but that's just like, i modest.
1: Yeah. Yeah. When the bottom of the boob is showing, I feel like we've, we've traveled too low. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but she, do, she just looks so good. She looked great. This, I loved her like kind of blown out hair, just not too, she just yeah, wasn't overly too done, She looked yeah, gorgeous. She really did.
2: I thought, um, overall, I mean, I think the, the episode wasn't my favorite because I just felt like, you, like you said, it was like everyone missed, like we missed a step. What happened? Everyone was yelling at each other. I hope that we get more into like actual like conversations where people like explain their sides and we hear more than one person talking and it's not just everyone yelling. Um, cause we still have two more parts
1: to go. Oh yes. I, I, I honestly, that's, felt a hundred percent like the second part like I literally I've been out of town so I went back on my DVR and like did I miss an episode yeah. so what happened I, here I desperately hope that they question Jax on that conversation with Brittany's family where he just goes yes. on, and on about how he's number one like yeah that that was mind blown like even if he means that like you're sitting with her family and you're being recorded for TV. <laughs> well, and his,
2: Like his brother-in-law, you know, so his sister's husband was who's teen Jack's obviously what's like his jaw was
1: dropping. I think he was just like, Oh my God, why are you saying this to your future in-laws? Like you idiot. <laughs> like I, I just, I want him to have to answer for that, which I mean, he won't technically answer for that he'll make up some you know he he, he already no... yeah he he released a statement and i'm sure Brittany will be like oh that was just
2: people don't understand him and all that like <laughs> but it's just like i i think she's always going to defend him which is i think good in a way but it's also yeah. like it's almost like she has blinders on to him yeah um but hopefully i agree hopefully we see that i also want um I want to see a little bit more as to what happened with Sandoval and Jax. Like I need to understand why there's this tension between the two
1: of them. Yes, absolutely. Because it seemed like it went, I I think, I think Sandoval's, it seems like that he was, he's just tired of, first of all, he defended James a lot. So it's like did something extra go on behind that scene. And I guess watching the season back, maybe he realized how still insufferable Jax is, even though he supposedly "quote unquote" changed.
2: Yeah, but it I could mean, be
1: if he stuck with it this long. Like, I mean, they a lot of them seem to have grown up a little bit. Again, air quotes. Um, even Schwartz this season has seemed yes. a little more mature. Yeah, so half maybe shots. Kind of. <laughs> leaving jacks behind maturity wise finally even though he's like a 40 year old man <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah so lots to look forward to but overall i mean a great great week uh and so this is kind of getting to the point of the episode where we um give out a shout out and i with it being nurses week want to give a special shout out to all nurses especially labor and delivery nurses uh, yes I mean, I wanted to take my late, like I would have taken any of the nurses who care for me home. I were, I mean, I feel like they're always amazing. Have you ever had a bad labor
1: delivery nurse? All of my, all of mine were awesome. It was so funny. It was the, I had to, they made me go pee right after my (laughs) epidural had worn off. And the sweet little nurse looks at me in the face and she was like, do you want some help? And I'm like, um yeah. yes so much
2: help please help me <laughs> I mean these women not going into much detail but like I mean yeah like go to the bathroom with you because you can't yes. go on your own and, and they don't make you feel bad they're so sweet I mean and just all of them make you feel like you're the most important patient and I'm sure yes. they make everyone feel that way and they are dealing with seven patients up to seven patients maybe more at a time so I mean any labor and delivery nurse out there you You are seriously angels from heaven. I'm convinced.
1: Yes, absolutely. They have our backs and our vaginas. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Um,
2: Well, thank you so much, Rachel, for being on here. Tell everyone how they can listen
1: to your podcast and how they can follow you. Thank you so much for having me on. I've been dying to talk Bravo every time it comes up on my podcast. I'm like, which shows do you watch? And then I'm like, wait, (laughs) this is a whole separate episode. (laughs) But uh, we are on um, any of your podcast platforms, Spotify, iTunes, all that at surviving motherhood. And you can follow us on Instagram at surviving motherhood podcast.
2: And we'll make sure we tag you uh, in the post uh, going out tomorrow. But Thank you so much for joining us, and thank you, everyone, for listening. Um, Feel free to leave us a review, five stars, please, and follow us on Instagram at Real Moms See you next week.
0: You will fail. So what? Everybody does. But your gym, your watch, your yoga pants, they pretend you won't. So when you miss a day, eat the pancakes. Give up on a workout? You failed? Seriously, what the hell? We're not going to let that be the end. You see that? We're already making progress. So let's keep going. We are BODY. Start your free trial at BODY.com. That's Bodi.com. dot com.